Hi, I'm Jen Giffen from Shooks and Gift, the podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hey, hey, Burned In Teachers. Welcome to episode 64 of the Burned In Teacher podcast. I'm your host, Amber Harper. And as always, no matter what, no matter what the precautions, no matter whether or not we're quarantined, this podcast is all about one part burnout and all other parts action, inspiration, and support for teachers dealing with burnout. I am recording this episode from my home office, which has not changed. However, what has changed is that my kids and my husband are home with me full time right now. And it's it's really important that I continue to initiate that lasting change so that I'm continuing to reach my goals no matter what. And honestly, I cannot think of a more appropriate episode to launch April with than this episode today. I'm going to be taking you through the action tasks and the steps to initiate lasting change. See, last month in March, it was all about determining your long-term goals and determining, you know, what it is that you even want, uh, both personally and professionally. How do you even determine what you truly want? We went through all of those steps at the beginning of March in episode 59. So go back and listen to that episode if you have not yet. And if you're brand new to the podcast, Each month since September, I've been unpacking what burned in means. A lot of people have listened to the podcast since it started a year ago in September, but didn't even know that burned in is actually an eight-step process, an acronym to help teachers to get out of teacher burnout. So students, we're going to have a quick review lesson before we get started with episode 63, Initiate Lasting Change. So if you have not uh, listened to the episodes that that really unpack what burned in means. Go back and start with episode 41. That's where we begin where you are to begin to beat teacher burnout. And then I want you to listen to episode 45. That launched back in October. And that was all about understanding your teacher brand. Next, I want you to listen to episode 49. That was reflect on your challenges. And that's what every episode in November was all about. Next, you're going to go to January's episode, and that is episode 53, where we nurture your strengths. And I even let you in on my struggle with with burnout um, that I had been going through for a few months and hadn't told anybody about until that episode. Next, you're going to jump into February's episode. That's episode 56, and that's Extend Your Reach and Possibilities. And that, of course, brings you to March's episode, where we determined your long-term Goals. Now, when you go back and listen to those episodes, you'll notice that I have a Burned In Teacher Podcast freebie link that I offer you in each of those episodes. You can, of course, go to the show notes as well for each of those episodes to get that link. And what I do is I offer you a free chapter of the Burned In Teacher Training ebook. Speaking of ebook, and one reason that I feel like this episode is so important today about initiating lasting change and focusing on your goals is that the ebook has actually been picked up by a publisher. So starting last month, I actually started transitioning the Burned In Teacher Training ebook to a, uh, a hacking series book. So if you've ever heard of hacking school leadership, books like, oh my gosh, there's so many in this series, Hacking Writer's Workshop, Hacking School D- Discipline, um, there's going to be a hacking teacher burnout in 2020. So there's a lot of work involved in that. And thank goodness that I have this whole process of helping me to determine what my goals are specifically with this project, which is um, writing a book and really adding about 
30,000 more words to the ebook to um, help it to be more detailed and more specific and fitting the structure of a hacking series book. So that's why I thought it was really important for me to um, to bring this up in this time of talking about initiating lasting change because no matter what the hardship or what life is throwing at us, we still have to focus forward on our goals. And right now my goal is to have this manuscript done by the end of May and initiating that lasting change and planning my weekly, monthly, and yearly goals is going to be really helpful in me, um, helpful to me. As I move forward, no matter the fact that my family is home with me and that, you know, things have changed around here. So with that, let's go ahead and jump into episode 63, Initiate Lasting Change and how to help you to reach those goals that you determined last month. Welcome to the Burned In Teacher Podcast. I'm Amber Harper and the educators on this podcast are brave enough to share their stories of burnout with the world. On BIT, we get real, we get honest, and we take action. Action against the burnout with stories from burned out teachers, advice from experts, and actionable steps you can take today to beat the burnout and become a happier, more fulfilled human being. Let's get started. All right, so let's start initiating lasting change, shall we? Now, the first thing that um, that we'll have to do is actually think about what it is that we've already done in the past as far as a reflection process. Um, are you already in a habit of using a certain type of planner or calendar, or do you have a daily journaling practice? Um, I know that whenever we talk about taking action towards our goals, typically we think about um, actually you know, doing something that involves more than just writing down and planning, right? Um, and when you think about your vision, vision and what it is that your goals are, this is actually really, really important that we sit down, get quiet, and do some planning. Now, if you remember me um, having an episode uh, not too long ago about um, creating the schedule of your dreams, we talked about creating a vision and then a plan and then having daily discipline and intention. And really, that is what this whole initiating lasting change um, step has to do with. So you have your vision, you have your goals. Now it's time to think about what is it already that you've done in the past that um, that you've used to help you to plan for your own success. Um, So this is where I'm going to encourage you to adopt some sort of journaling or planning process. So what is it? I want you to think about if you've tried something in the past that you liked and enjoyed and found helpful, or if you have tried several things and have not come up with a system that works for you. But whether or not you have or have not tried to do any sort of planning practice in the past, it's a really, really important part of your success. And this isn't about sitting down and getting woo-woo and writing about your feelings, unless that's what you want to do. I myself don't find that helpful. I do enjoy writing down things that I'm grateful for every day um, and also writing things um, as if they have already happened. And if you're familiar with Rachel Hollis, that is actually what she what she encourages people to do with her journaling practice. Um, but really for the, um, for the purpose of today with really starting a new um, journaling practice for yourself to help you to plan ahead and then initiate that daily discipline and intention, we're going to talk about backwards design. So you're all teachers, right? So you've probably heard of backwards design before. That really has to do with beginning with the end in mind. So thinking about the highly effective, um, the seven habits of highly effective people, the second habit is beginning with the end in mind. So thinking about where you want to be. Now for lesson planning, we're obviously thinking about what is our objective? What is the standard? What is the I can statement? 
where is it that we want our students to be at the end of this lesson and then planning backwards from there. It also works with unit planning. You know, we have this unit we're going to cover for the next few weeks. What are the smaller lessons and objectives and standards that I need to make sure that I teach to help to get them to that main goal of the unit? So for us, of course, we have our vision. We have our goals that we've set for ourselves. That's the end, right? But if we're thinking about making those goals smart and we know when we want to reach that goal by, then we can plan backwards, all right? So we're going to plan backwards monthly and weekly and then even daily so that we can help to make daily progress, even if even though it may be small progress progress, um, that we can continue to see ourselves grow and, um, and make progress toward those goals. Now, you've already started this process. If you followed last month's um, advice and steps on determining what your long-term goals were, you already have a list of goals that you think could be a possibility for you in the next three months or even in the next year. So what I'm going to ask you to do first is to prioritize those goals, all right? So first of all, divide them into personal goals and professional goals. You're going to have one list that you started with, and now you're going to split them up. What do I want for myself personally, and what do I want for myself professionally. And then you're going to start to actually prioritize these things. Which ones are the most important or which ones are going to create a ripple effect of change and reaching some other goals that you have on that list by simply starting with one of those goals, okay? Now, this one goal that you choose for personal and the one goal that you choose for professional, that's the goal you're going to focus on for the next three months. I mean, obviously, we have a year, right? So we're going to break that into quarters and think of each goal as a quarterly goal. The next thing that you're going to do is you're going to um, really focus in on that one goal. And for the goal that you choose as your number one priority, that's what we're going to focus on. We're going to try to focus on one goal at a time for three months. And I know you might think, oh my gosh, Amber, I have so many goals. I have to reach them all at the same time. Well, this is what causes us to not reach our goals is we think that we have to do all the things at the same time. And I want you to focus in on just one goal right now. Okay, and then you need to think backwards, right? This is backwards design. So go ahead and list out your personal goals, your professional goals, choose one, and then write each of those goals on a different piece of paper. So you have your number one priority personal goal and your number one priority professional goal. And then you need to do a brain dump here of the tasks and action steps you're going to need to take to get that goal accomplished. Okay, so we're already planning backwards. The next thing that's going to happen is you're going to then, from those decisions, you now have to adopt a weekly journaling practice. Now, I'm going to show you what I do weekly on a weekly basis. Um, typically, it's every Sunday night. Um, and then you can take with it, take from it what you think is helpful for you and don't take what is not helpful for you. This, does, this is definitely not the only way to do it. I find it the simplest way. And that is simply by every Sunday night or Sunday in the afternoon, whenever I can give myself about 15 to 30 minutes, I do a weekly planning brain dump. All right. And what that does for me is every week then, I am looking at that those two goals that I have and I'm looking at the action tasks and I'm saying, okay, what action tasks do I think that I can get done for each of those goals this week? In addition to what professional obligations do I have this week and what personal obligations do I have this week? And this goes back to, are you using a calendar to keep all of your obligations straight? 
Okay, this has a lot to do with your personal organization of all of these obligations that we have as friends and as, you know, community members and teachers and parents and whatever your titles are, really thinking about how you're going to plan for success towards your goals amidst all of the other things that we have to do. So if you um, if you have the ebook or if you um, download this free chapter that you're going to get if you go to burnedinteacher.com slash initiate, you'll see that I have some, um, some example images on these pages to help you to kind of visualize what this could look like for you. So you're going to list out your personal obligations, your professional obligations for that week, and you're going to also work in what action tasks you want to take to help you to reach your goals that week. Then on the next piece of paper, what you do is you think of, okay, what am I going to get done Monday? What am I going to get done Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, maybe even Saturday? Where is it that I'm going to work in all of these things that I have to do? Does my daughter have a dentist appointment on Tuesday? Okay, that's going to take away from some time. Okay, so you're actually planning in, in addition to all of your obligations, when you're going to get your action tasks done for your, um, for your goals that week. Then each day, you're going to continue to reevaluate what your weekly brain dump was, what your plan was from that week, because you're going to put these things in your calendar. You know I'm a big fan of batching and blocking, so you're blocking these things out on your calendar, whether it's digital or it's paper. It's totally up to you. Then each day, you're going to reevaluate your calendar. You're going to go back to your weekly brain dump. You're going to go back to your days. You're going to say, okay, it's Wednesday. What did I not get done on Tuesday or Monday that I could try to get done today? Because life happens, right? But again, if you don't measure it, it doesn't get managed. So you have to make sure you're measuring what did and did not get done and what is the highest priority for you to get done today. So each morning um, or afternoon, whatever time of the day works best for you, you definitely need to think about, okay, what is my word of the year? All right, what is my personal and my professional goal that I'm trying to reach for this first quarter for these next three months? All right, and then what are some things that I'm grateful for? Again, you know that that's something that I really love to do is think about gratitude and and all that we have to be grateful for in this life. And then what are two things that I'm going to try to accomplish that's going to reach me toward that personal and professional goal? And then what is something, what is a positive affirmation I'm going to continue to tell myself throughout this day? Now, this is where you can go into the agents of change and, um, you know, you can pull out some affirmations from those posters, such as I am brave enough to try new things, make mistakes and learn from them, or I'm going to focus on what will have the biggest impact on my vision. So really you can just pull from those and you can access those at burnedinteacher.com slash agents of change. If you, um, if you need some examples of what are some positive affirmations that you can use daily to kick those negative thoughts out and replace them with more positive ones. So every single morning you're thinking about what am I grateful for? What are things that I'm going to get done today to move me closer to my personal and professional goals? And then come back to that nightly and think, okay, what went well? What didn't go well? Now, this should sound familiar from last month's podcast episode about determining your long-term goals. What went well last year? What didn't go well last year, right? Well, what went well today? What did I plan for that went well and what didn't go the way that I wanted? And then think about what's in your circle of control. Could I have controlled this by saying no to this obligation or could I not have controlled this? This is, you know, this is just the way things are right now um, and I'm going to move on and try to do better tomorrow. Okay, so every single day you're coming back to those goals that you've set for yourself. And it's as simple as that. It's really thinking about, okay, 
what were my goals that I brain dumped last month? Which ones are my high priority for the upcoming quarter, the upcoming, you know, two to three months? What am I going to work toward? And then planning backwards weekly and daily. And that's what initiating lasting change is all about. And of course, we cannot forget to really place importance on having somebody that will help to keep you accountable. And that's why I made sure to have that interview with Leslie Hill because it's so extremely important to have somebody in your corner or on your escalator to help you if you get stuck or you're having a hard time, and of course, to share those wins with. So when you reach your goal or you take serious action or you have a pivot you know, where you say, you know, I thought I wanted this, but now that I've really started taking action and started doing the research and the work, I think that I actually want to just pivot this a little bit and go in this direction. It's okay to change your long-term goals and use them with guided flexibility. The, the point of all of this is, is that you are taking action and control over your reality, whatever that goal is for you. All right. So th- these are wide open depending on what it is that you want for yourself in this life, in education or out of education, personal or professional, that you are seeing growth. And hey, maybe a huge goal of yours personally is to be more mindful and more present, maybe to bring more um, meditation and calm and peacefulness into your life. That's a completely valid goal. So I never want you to confuse, you know, Burned in Teacher's mission and determining long-term goals with you having to set these huge, audacious, big goals of, you know, climbing Mount Everest or, you know, becoming president of the United States of America. I mean, if that's your goal, then that's great. These can be goals that are very internally motivated as far as, you know, being more present with your family, um, making time for, you know, more exercise or whatever it is that that will help you to have ripple effects of positivity and happiness and fulfillment in your life. And that's all dependent on you and your personality and your family and your background and, and what it is that means the most to you in this life. And hey, another thing, maybe your first goal personally is to get organized, is to find a planning and organization process that works for you. Starting wherever you are, beginning where you are, understanding where you want to go, that is the main purpose of all of this. Because if we look back at the model that I shared with you a few weeks ago, we have to think of our vision first, make a plan, and then that daily discipline and intention, actually doing the things that we planned, even though we really don't feel like it. So for example, I had this podcast episode on my plan for today. I had an hour and a half block to work on this episode and hopefully the next episode in the Burned in Teacher podcast, right? I didn't really feel like doing it. I don't really want to. It's it's work. It's hard. I know that it's going to involve a lot of editing and making sure that I say all of the things that I want to say and help you as much as I can. I didn't really feel like doing it, right? But now that I'm in it, I'm glad that I'm doing it. I'm going to look back on my day and say, oh, I'm so glad I got that done. It's going to be such a helpful, motivating episode and I can check it off of my list, okay? So, I want to leave you with a couple of ideas of tools that you can use to help you with your vision, your planning, your daily discipline, and your intention. So here are some tools that I use, and I would love for you to jump into the Burned In Teacher Facebook at com- uh, Facebook community at community.burnedinteacher.com. That will lead you to the Facebook group. If you've not already joined, you'll just have to answer a couple of questions. Share with us what you use to help you to achieve your vision and your goals, okay? So here are a couple of ideas for you. 
So starting with your vision, what I think is the most effective tool to use is a good old piece of paper and a pencil. I would suggest a pencil so you can cross things off and erase. Some people say a pen so that um, so that you can't erase. I Do whatever you want, right? But a good old pencil and paper to just do a huge brain dump of your goals is a really great place to start. And I also suggest that for your weekly brain dump planning, right? Just a good old piece of paper. Now, I also have transitioned into using a, a project management system called Trello. Trello is a project management system, as I already mentioned. It's free. And what it does is it helps you break your goals and your tasks into boards and cards that you can move around and toggle between each other. You can create checklists and you can invite other people to boards and you can tag each other in comments on that specific project. And I have found it really, really extremely helpful. And if I was still teaching full-time in the classroom, I would definitely um, want to use this with my team, (laughs) with my teaching team. You don't have to do it, but I've actually transitioned my paper weekly brain dump into Trello because then I'm able to, um, to then drag each of those tasks to help me towards my weekly goals between days. Um, So maybe what I'll do is I'll actually take a picture of my Trello board and I will post it here in the show notes um, so you can see what that looks like. But this is something, you do not have to do this, but I've just evolved. I've been doing this now for years and this is where I have evolved in my practice. Now again, as much as I love technology, also thinking of my daily intentions, my daily discipline, of course I have my calendar blocked and batched to the minute. And I I will tell you, there are times in my life I don't want to be told exactly what to do and when. But when it comes to my own discipline, I know that I need to have a plan that I will stick with. Because if I don't have those guidelines and boundaries, my squirrel syndrome will take over and I will end up cleaning out closets and not getting a thing done because I love organizing stuff. I love planning and organizing, but it's actually the discipline and carrying that plan through that is the hardest for me. I'm such a visionary. I want to see, I want to plan for the future, but actually taking the daily action is hard. Give me an amen or a hand in the air if you are with me on that one. I know us teachers, we're always thinking about the future and we love planning, but when it comes to the execution, sometimes it's a little harder and and that's okay. So again, jump in the Burned In Teacher Facebook community and tell us your favorite ways to, um, to brain dump and to set your vision. Now, when it comes to that daily discipline, let me get back on track here. Um, I do, of course, have my calendar in Google Calendar. I have several sub-calendars. I have one for meetings. I have one for Burned In Teacher Work. I have one for podcast work. Um, I have lots of different colors associated with um, with my calendar. And I just block each of my um, hours out and what it is that I'm going to focus on. And now I used to use Google Tasks um, uh, that you know is attached to your Gmail account, but I didn't find that helpful for me. I have really kind of toggled between how it is that I keep track of my daily tasks, but I found it easy to ignore those tasks because they're kind of hidden there on the side. Um, what I really enjoy is, is using Trello for my tasks because they're right there in front of me and I can just um, take them off of my to-do list and move them to done or archive them and get them out of there. And because they're a associated with a specific uh, project um, or goal, they're right there under that goal in that list. So that's been more helpful to me. 
also um, here in my home office right next to my desk I'm looking at it right now I have a whiteboard that's blank now before I started using Trello I actually had my weekly and daily goals and action tasks um, in a t-chart here on my whiteboard so it was right in front of my face um, but then I discovered Trello and then the need to be working with other people that are here on the burned in teacher team um, I needed to be able to have a chance to um, or, or a a process rather that I could tag them in things and we could communicate about these goals and tasks to see where each other where we are in reaching those goals so you can use a good old-fashioned whiteboard you can use a planner you can use a google calendar you can use Trello whatever it is that you choose to use remembering that trying something doing something different will yield different results you're going to find um you're going to find processes and and platforms and and all of these planning um, activities, you're going to find things that you like and things that you don't like. You're going to take things from one piece and put it together with another. The important part is, is that you don't overcomplicate it. Okay. I want to share these tools and ideas with you to give, to spark some ideas and inspiration in you, but I don't want you to feel like you have to do all of them. Find what works for you and keep it simple. Okay. Now, initiating lasting change is simple, but that doesn't mean it's easy. It takes a vision, a plan, it takes daily discipline and intention per minute, per hour to make sure that you're continually working on your goals, whatever they are, okay? So start with choosing two goals, one personal, one professional that you'll focus on for three months. For each of those goals, you do a brain dump of action tasks and steps you're going to have to take to reach those goals. And you're going to come back to that list each month to kind of do a reflection and reassess how far you've gotten. And hey, this is probably a good time to tell you that you should probably schedule and put a reminder to do this monthly reflection each month. Weekly, I suggest on a Sunday, really think about what action tasks you're going to try to squeeze into each day and make time for. And then each day, um, you're going to look at your plan. You're going to look at your calendar. You're going to look at however it is that you have planned to make time for this um, initiating lasting change, and you're going to do it. Whether, Whether or not you feel like it, it doesn't matter when. But you're actually going to take daily action and have daily discipline and intention toward those goals. So as you move into your day and into your week, join the Facebook group. Tell us your plan of action at community.burnedinteacher.com and get this month's Burned In Teacher podcast freebie at burnedinteacher.com slash initiate. All right, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a Burned In Teacher. Burn on. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head over to burnedinteacher.com where you can access the entire vault of Burned In Teacher podcast episodes and more information about ways I want to help you go from burned out teacher to burned in human. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating about the Burned In Teacher podcast. Until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned-in teacher. Burn on.